Hi, Hunters. Thank you for tuning into the Flushman and Dustin podcast brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to Flushman and Dustin. Hey hunters, welcome back to another Flushman Dustin podcast. We got Nick and Tyler here. Today we're going to discuss our South Dakota trip. Very exciting stuff. But we're going to switch it up today. We got Matt who's been on a couple previous podcasts. Matt is going to MC this podcast and ask Tyler and I questions. So sit back, relax, and let's get to it. Matt, it's all yours. All right. So well, thanks for in- inviting me to come back on and do this, guys. I appreciate it. Obviously, um, I'm quite good friends with, with Nick and Tyler. Um, been doing some hunting and talking a lot with them. But uh, I obviously followed them on social media the whole time for their trip, whether it was text message, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I had a lot of questions. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and just start asking them. Um, Absolutely. So, Nick, yeah. tell us who all went. So we had Tyler and I, obviously the uh, founders of uh, Ring Next Retrievers, Flushman Dustin Podcast. And then I had my sister's boyfriend, a uh, longtime boyfriend going on three years. Josh went with us. And then my best friend, uh, wow, shit, for <laughs> forever, uh, Damon went with us. And uh, so we had a good group of guys, uh, very experienced hunters that uh, I trusted out in the field. Um. So, obviously, we had some truck problems in the past that we've discussed. Um, it looked like, looked like truck was new truck or different truck and then some sort of modifications to the back end. So, yeah, how, how, what happened? How would you do? So, I ended Full up story. with actually Full story. A, Full story. Full story. So, I ended up <laughs> with a nicer truck than what was expected. Um, I used to drive a 2002 F-150. That was my daily driver. And I went to upgrade to a 2015 Nissan Titan. Anybody that has a Nissan Titan and has good luck with them, congrats. I personally <laughs> did not. Uh, I had it for three days. Went to pull out of my driveway to go hunt. If you guys have listened to the previous podcast, the truck completely shut down. Not and, only can you not hit anything, but he can't drive anything either. <laughs> I can. Oh, I can drive. But if I... My just, I had Joke. some bad luck. Um, so yeah, completely broke down. Uh, ended up switching out of that and getting into a, a Ram 1500, uh, which was perfect for the trip. Uh, has a nice big cab. Uh, we had a trailer that we pulled out, and that was that was great because we had all the extra gear. Um, but the the modification that Matt mentioned, and we posted on Facebook uh, and Instagram is I made similar to what people call the decked system and a bed slide, but a combination of one. So the people that have seen those deck systems, it's basically a deck for your bed with drawers underneath it. And then the bed slide is basically a slide to pull out. So you don't have to reach way back into your bed. So basically what I did is I took that idea that they have and just combined it into one piece um so our kennels were raised up 
six inches um, off the bed so you could slide gun cases underneath it. I didn't have like actual drawers. Didn't have time to make it. Didn't need them. Don't know if I will. Didn't need them. I, I don't think you need them at all. I don't think so either. I mean, and then basically on top of that, uh, just had a sheet of plywood that rolled on uh, ball bearings. Um, and that rolled out so far. Uh, there's a few things that I think we noticed during the trip that would be nice yep. uh, to change up about it, make it a little more sturdy, but it was, I, you know, I thought it was actually more handy than, um, what was expected. We had three large roughland size kennels, um, two in the back, one sideways in the front and being able to pull that out. Um, and you could move the front kennel, you know, sideways a little bit to let the dog in each side and then yeah. put the front dog in uh was actually pretty convenient um so it worked out pretty well like i said there's a few small modifications that i want to make to make it a little more sturdy make it roll a little better um but other than that i mean i was i was pretty impressed for just thinking it up in my head you know yeah, i mean we didn't have to jump in the back of the truck yeah. Um, it was easy to let the dogs out. The only thing, the only concern that we ran into is that it was, oh, I don't know, it's what, 10 inches higher than the bed or so, something like that, eight, eight inches higher. Uh, you definitely don't want the dogs to jump out yep. yeah. you know, another foot higher. So we're always lifting them up and lifting them down is yep. what we ran into. But, I mean, in terms of hunting with the group, having space, everybody had space in the cab. Um, and hell, we all had, you know, in South Dakota, we all have our license to carry. So we all had our shotguns sitting beside us, except for Tyler. So yeah. We actually, we actually didn't take cases some of the days. Um, yeah. which is pretty you know, nice. You yeah. Know. Um, but yeah, the, the ride was smooth. Um, so anybody that's looking at a Ram, <laughs> highly recommend it. it. I just bought, I just bought one too. You nice. know, it, we had a six by 12 trailer that we took out, which was really nice. We didn't have any gear to carry in the cab we were able to carry all just, our luggage just the essentials yeah tyler drove didn't drink but we drank our fair share on the way yeah. up. so we got to got to enjoy a nice ride um like i said that truck modification uh, bed slide decked system uh came in handy i'm gonna put something together for some people that have been asking for it just the material list that i used so if you're interested and you're listening to this send us a message, drop a comment, um, and I'll be sure to get that guy to you guys. So did it take a, did it take a long time? To build? Uh, no, uh, it only took a, after, you know, after you get the, all your materials and stuff, the actual build time of it was probably only a couple hours. Um, had a pretty good idea. You know, you obviously you got to make it to the length of your bed, um, which, I didn't have my truck. Good thing Nick had it. Uh, so he could measure the bed length. Um, and it was what, two inches shorter than yep. the total bed length. So it worked out yeah. really well. Yeah. Uh, every, so. I'd get a text. Hey, what's this measure in the back of your <laughs> truck? What's this measure? So I'm running out to my truck, measuring everything. Yeah. So I can measure if anybody's wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Certain <laughs> you things. Those, you had one of those easy read tape. Measures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah every, everything spelled out. Every eighth on it was, Marked yeah. out for me. Every <laughs> quarter. Where, so where did you guys um, – so obviously you guys live in different parts of the state. All, everybody does. Um, yeah. Where did you guys all take off from? Where did, so did 
so everybody came Tyler to my house and probably my, jumped in together and then how did it go from there so everybody met at josh's place because he lives out in the country just outside of cedar rapids uh yeah. safer for vehicles more room honestly um he lives on an acreage so they just could park in the yard or whatever there um so tyler damon met at josh's place and then from there um they came down and everybody stayed at my place um friday night okay. yeah. which was nice having us all together um for the next day you know right. we we were able to uh you know all of our luggage was already loaded up in the trailer from the night before getting down to nick's and then we were able to get up in the morning and get on the road right away which was very convenient yeah i think i seen a picture and i'm assuming it must have been in front of your house then nick so that's i didn't know if everybody just that with tyler you showed up or with the rest of the guys early on but no that I made a lot smoother than it, every it, up. It, I mean, it, it really did. We got, I mean, we don't have a huge house, but we got plenty of room here, couches and pull that. Actually, we have a queen bed in the back that uh, was in Maya's room, but Maya's taking the room. We pull it out for Tyler, and he slept on that. And Josh took a bedroom, and then Damon slept on the couch. So, yeah, it worked out. Worked out real well. Perfect. So, obviously, take off, day, day one take off, and then you went, but you hunted, though. You hunted in Iowa somewhere, right? Yeah, so we hunted Iowa side. Um, we got out close to, uh, it was uh, Salix, Iowa. It was like Blair, Nebraska, to, right right, kind of up in that area, but Iowa side, obviously. Um, and, God, we got out there. We couldn't find a spot to hunt. <laughs> there were trucks everywhere. Everybody was everywhere. hunting. I was like, oh, shit. We're not going to be able to get a hunt in Iowa side before we go. Um, but we kept trying each spot and we pulled up to, there was a fire station. I don't remember what that town was. Do you talk? Do you talk? No, I can't remember off the top of my head either. It's marked. Um, we got it marked on X though, but we walked in there and we actually parked in the fire station parking lot and unhooked our trailer. Cause that one bad thing that we didn't make a modification, our, tra- our tailgate couldn't go down because of the jack on the trailer. So yeah. We had to unhook the trailer each time to get the dogs out, get all our gear out. Um, so we were doing that in this fire station parking lot off the side. It wasn't bothering anybody. Of course, guy drives by, says, can't do this, can't park here. Well, we already had all our shit on the dogs out. So we uh, asked Josh if he would drive it down around because we were controlling the dogs. So he drove it down to where the guy told us we could park. And we walked in from a completely different side of things. And I don't know, what would you say, Tyler? Ten minutes, five minutes in, not even. Not even. 30 steps in. Yeah, birds just – how many did we see? Eight eight roosters? It was all roosters. There was no hens yeah. in it. Yeah. It was all roosters, and, yeah. And uh, the first one I, like, wasn't sure because I literally just stepped in the field. It got shot up, and I was – I could have easily shot it if I was ready. Didn't shoot because I was like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> so could have had an extra one there, but we didn't. And then I think, Tyler, you shot the next bird or missed the next bird, one of the two. <laughs> missed the first i missed the first one in front of me that got up but the next one i hit yeah. and it was actually a pretty long shot i was actually thoroughly was. impressed with myself it was a long shot and then i had one get up oh god i mean threw my gun at it basically i hit it was right there and ended up shooting that and retrieved that one nice and then there's like a when we got to the edge kind of where we parked so we came around the vehicles parked on the Oh, it got to be the far. By a grain bin. Yeah. By a grain bin. I guess my directions would be all mixed up. It would probably be the east side, I guess, that yeah. I'm thinking of it. So the field ran long ways north and south. The fire station parking lot would have been on the northwest side of the field. Yep. And where, you par- where you're supposed to park by the grain bin, where we pulled the truck down, was on the northeast 
side of the field. Yep. Um, so there was like a berm kind of like in the middle is a big, big some trees in there, kind of a little dirt in the, in the middle. So we ended up splitting off that. And then Damon and Tyler went on one side, Josh and I, just by how we were walking, we're on the other side. Yep. And son of a bitch, Diesel, if he didn't get on a bird. And we ended up getting way ahead of Damon and Josh because he was just birdy this whole way. And at the end, we knew there's a tree line. So we saw those birds fly down there. Didn't know, didn't know if there was going to be a bunch of them get up or what. But anyway, we got down there. Diesel gets in there, hard point. Um, Josh actually shot, shot the bird at that time. Yes. Uh, so it was a pretty good field. We harvested three out of that first field in Iowa. Um, and honestly, I think, I think it was just because we hunted, we hunted different. different. We came in our different way. I bet nobody hunts close. To, you're not supposed to shoot by that, that shed there within yep. 200 yards. So I bet nobody even hunts that. Right. So, so, and, so you, you read articles and you listen to other podcasts and stuff. And a lot of people say, you know, if you're hunting public ground, don't park at the parking lot. Yep. Park, 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 find a safe place to park and walk in completely opposite of other people. So yep. you guys can say that that is true on true right there, fellas. No, definitely. hundred percent. Definitely was. So obviously, um, what time do you think you guys, what time did you guys finish that hunt? What time of the day was that then? pretty early yeah we got there at like nine probably and we're packed up by i don't know it only took us probably an hour hour and a half to do that field yep and then then we did drove go, to it go no go ahead so i was gonna ask did you guys so did you guys then hunt anymore or are you guys south dakota then started hunting so actually i had a i had a spot picked out and uh you know uh I guess the direction gave us fault. wasn't paying fucking attention. We got past it too far. So it was just like, oh, <laughs> keep going. Keep yeah. going. So we went to another, another spot that I don't know. Matt, Matt, you ever get, you ever get to a spot where you like see it and you're like, eh, you don't know if you really want to hunt it. Yeah. It's kind of oh, like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. So we ended up finding the one spot that was like on our way up. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, but we hunted it. One rooster and one head. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, was that still in Iowa or was that in, in South Dakota? It was in yeah, Iowa, that, yeah. That was right up by Sioux City, literally just outside of town, like two miles. I mean, it wasn't yeah. that far. But, yeah, it was It was kind of a bust. I mean, there were so many fox dens and or coyote dens and stuff in this field. Like, you could barely walk through it without stepping in a hole, you know, so. But – it was still good to get out in different areas, you know, and check it out. At least we know now we're not going back to that field. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, for sure. So then from there, you continued the long trek. Yep. Uh, so straight me, to the Dakotas. Tell me how many hours and then tell me about the Airbnb. Go ahead, Tyler. Let's see. Hours was what? Six and a half, seven hour total trip uh so basically where we stopped was about two and a half hours three hours into it um where we stopped to to hunt so we had about basically four hours left of the drive uh we went to wall bay south dakota which is is where we stayed um and it's the only airbnb in wall bay a uh, pretty cool little place um just an old house four bedroom which was nice all four of us had our own bedrooms um which is great yeah a lot of the bedrooms had uh like i know josh's room had so it was there was three twin beds in there 
And mm-hmm. Damon's, there was two twin beds in there. So you could have slept three more people easily. Um, I think it's an 11 person. Yeah. Is what they, is what it said online from what I remember. And coolest part was, is it had a pool table. So, you know, we didn't have to go anywhere for entertainment, uh, you know, with everything going on uh, COVID wise and whatnot. It was nice that we could get there. And the first night was awesome. Got there, got all of our stuff. So then it had a garage uh, and we were able to park the enclosed trailer inside of the garage, which was very nice because we didn't have to think about it. You know, when we were out hunting, like uh, someone sees this parked here, they know it's an Airbnb, you know, obviously with old law enforcement background and whatnot, you know, you're thinking, God, who's going to come and steal this thing, you know? So it was nice to have that inside to, of the garage. To get the trailer into the garage, we had to fl- flatten all the tires because it sat up too high. Once we got the tires flat enough, we could pick it up and we could push it in. <laughs> yeah. It might have been easier for us just to go, get a, like, go buy a lock at the hardware store. Just- <laughs> yeah, probably. But it we was so there, pretty sweet. You had to like lift it up a certain height to get it in, and then you have to lift it up a little more to keep balancing it out and make it level the whole way back and through till you got it through the door. So it was pretty, pretty funny. That's funny. But so, you know, obviously social media looked like I got some pretty heated games of pool and who, what team who ended up winning the, the competition in the old pool game? I think at the end of the last night, it was close, close. It was, it was close. I can't remember if it was tied or it's, it was up one game. To be honest, I think we stopped counting after some point the last night i know uh my team was up they were uh until through when we stopped counting but then we played a few more games i don't remember if anybody kept score probably had a few too many beers to remember to keep score that night we had it was a rough night it was a rough morning the next day yeah the night was rough the didn't get a bad. didn't get a whole lot of hunting done the next day. Honestly, I think I, I think I texted Nick and he said um, hunted one spot, but I'm really tired today. Or <laughs> I think it was like I'm really hungover or something. Like yeah, that. Like yeah. One spot, uh, pretty hungover. We only got one bird. Nobody was really nobody was really jacked uh, that last day. Yeah, because uh, we had such a good day the day before. Um, right. And it was, you know, it just fed into the energy in the house, which is, which is fun when guys get excited about hunts like that. So, so yeah. my question for you guys was, because I don't know, because obviously the trip kind of changed a little bit for you guys. But um, so how many days were you out there? And then and how did that day one, day one, South Dakota, I should say. Day one, yeah. South Dakota sucked. Yeah. Sucked. Awful. Bad. So we, we got close to Aberdeen. And if you follow anything South Dakota, Aberdeen is, you know, one of the biggest places to go. Aberdeen is Aberdeen that, I mean. We and there's a shit ton of public ground. Shit like, ton. Loads. I think it's close to 5,000 something acres up that way. We saw, we didn't get a, we had one rooster the whole day. Saw hens, hens, hens. At night we're driving, we're literally driving back to go to our camp. We're kind of like all just like baffled by not seeing anything. All of a sudden, a rooster flies by in front of us onto some public ground, and we're like, no fucking way. We quick whip it into the, this uh, field, take off after it, and I'll be damned if we didn't get that son of a bitch. Yeah. 
Yeah, the first the first field we went to, we saw just the one rooster um, that Josh and I both shot yep. at and got. Um, I, did we even see another? Nope, not until that one was... we shot. Yeah, I mean, there was a few, like you said, a few roost or not roosters, hens throughout the day. And we hit some places that, like, the grass was good grass. I mean. Like, if I was a betting man, I'd have bet a lot of those places would have been packed with birds, and we yeah. just did not. Even the dogs weren't even acting birdie in some of that. I was like, no. man. You know, and. Think a lot of hunt pressure. I mean, what do you, what do you think the reasoning of no. <laughs> so, I think the biggest reason is, um, I actually don't think it's hunted that much. We didn't see that many hunters up there. What we did notice is uh, there is no corn in, no beans in, no nothing. It's just it, it was all just pasture ground around yeah. it, and oh, yeah. So I don't know if there's, you know, before we went out there, um, my my dad knows a guy that goes out uh, to South Dakota every year that knows people that live up in the Aberdeen area, and he told them or told this guy that the bird numbers are way down around the Aberdeen area, but it seemed like everything you read, saw posts on Facebook, Instagram, you know, like everybody's crushing it in South Dakota. So you're like, there's and no then way you also to. think, yeah. Then you also think, all right, they're way down to what your standards. Standard? If, you're, yeah. if you're looking at Iowa standard and they're way down, well then you might walk all day and see one freaking bird. But if you're in South Dakota, you might walk, all the ANC, you know, 50 birds. So, you know, you just don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, that first day was a struggle. Did you guys – um? so I know you guys found private ground. So was private, private ground that day after you guys struggled, or did you guys not try to get the private ground until day two, South Dakota? And then uh, how, how, did, how did that go? So how, tell me how about – how that all worked out day two was the day so uh last year tyler and i had a lot of good luck on some of these private ground spots so we said hey let's drive an hour hour and a half down to or not private public ground spots so we said hey let's drive back down to these spots we had a lot of luck saw a ton of birds in these places so we got back down there not the same at all as what it was last year it was, really cut. it was all cut there was there's a couple patches uh there was uh was it corn or beans on the left side of the field which is private ground you're not supposed to be able to hunt um we said we said we said let's give these public ground swatches a go you know we're like well fuck this is ruining our whole thing so we get in there and i don't know we walk not even a minute in and uh damon uh immediately bird gets up damon misses a freaking bird right off the bat and Damon's the guy that says, well, I'll never miss. So I was giving him hardcore shit about that one. So it was, it was pretty intense there. So then we, at least we knew that there were birds in the area. We walked another, that field, how, you think that field was 150, 150 long, Tyler? Uh, probably more like we two, at least two. Because yeah, the first field was, we walked, that's when Diesel had his, had his long track. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That first like swatch. Yeah. Um, so that's we, probably at least 200, maybe yeah, 250. We uh, came to about the middle of the field, uh, somewhere in there, two thirds of the field, and then um, Bird gets up in front of Josh. Him and I both shoot at it. Knew that it wasn't hit good at all. 
Well, and we said, get the dogs over here, get the dogs over here. So we had Murph, Lola, Diesel, everybody come over. We're searching for it. They're searching for it. We're like, God, there's no way that fucking bird got away that fast. There's just no way. And you think, I mean, they were there real quick. The dog saw it drop. We saw it drop. Next thing you know, Diesel just like takes off on his own. And he just starts going. And I'm like, God, is he on another bird or is he on this down bird? I'd really like him to stay here. So, you know, Diesel's pretty well trained where if I want to call him off, I, I, I can give him a little nick and he'll, he'll come back. Well, I didn't. I'm like, well, I'm going to just let him go. He just keeps going back and forth through the field. Gets to the end. There's a, it's a level, what? It's a level B road. Whatever they call it. Whatever they call it. I think it's a level B road. There's a road there. Anyway, Diesel gets out of the field, uh, which is a ways away from us. At this point, he's probably 100 yards from me. Um, Crosses that road, and I'm like, son of a bitch, do I need to call him back or what? Gets across the road into that bean field, and he's just tracking back and forth. And there's a patch of grass in there. Not very big, but there's a patch of grass. Um, Next thing you know, he goes down swoops up to the left, boom, pounds it, grabs that bird, tracked him about 150 yards, we figure, maybe maybe a little bit farther. Uh, best track job I've ever seen. And if you watch the videos on Instagram or on YouTube, YouTube. you can see Check the YouTube pumping video. my fist and yelling. I'm like, yeah, I'm like so excited because I haven't seen a dog track like that. <laughs> uh, that was good. Ever. I mean, you know, dogs dogs typically do the – 30, 40 yard track job. I've seen that, you know, a hundred times, but to do that distance um, and stay with it across the road into another field, into another brush patch. Uh, I mean, I was, I'm still in awe by it. Yeah. It was, it was a fun one to watch and it's exciting. Cause it's like, that was the field last year where that bird went down and just freaking disappeared. And yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, not again. Yep. You know, and then this one, we capitalized on it and the whole group, everybody's just super happy. And I mean, that's, that's where you got the dogs, you know, like that is the moment where you're like these, this is why I have a dog, you know, and this is, these are the moments you like, those are like, Nick will always, you know, that'll always be probably one of your most proud moments for diesel. Oh man. I mean, you know, best retrieve, best retrieve I've ever seen out of him. He's did one similar to that, but it wasn't near as far. The, yeah. When the dog found would it, the dog or the bird finally stopped running because it ran into like a fence line or something, or did it? Just, I think it. I think it just was burrowing in. Yeah, because yeah. he, when he like, I saw him grab it, and uh, he like went by it, came back down, and then his body basically whipped back like, oh shit, there it is, you know, like there's a strong scent getting into the scent cone, and he dove into the grass and you could see the bird kind of jump up. And I was like, he's got it. And yeah, then he just grabbed it. I mean, it was a full open behind this patch. It was like just an open cornfield after that. I mean, there was nothing else, you know? So I think think one of the coolest things about it too, is that it wasn't just me that was excited. It was, it was the whole group together. It was like, Oh man, we fucking got that bird. No way. You know? So that was, Really cool to share that with uh, some of my best friends and being out in that field. Yep. Oh, that is that is super cool. Um, so tell me, tell me about this. How did you guys score the private then after that, or what? How'd that all go down? So we started. So normally, when it's just Tyler and I go out there, all we do is scout, 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 and usually we're just scouting uh, public ground. Well, this morning on the way down, 
we were scouting and just driving gravels. Just knew we wanted to get down there, but we were just driving gravels. Uh, came by the one place I was telling you about before we started the podcast, Matt, where we just saw, God, hundreds and hundreds of birds just so flying. And we're like, what the fuck is this? Like, we need to get on this place. We need to get on here. Um, so we knocked on the door. Nobody came to the door. So they're like, ah, well, we're not going to waste much time. We don't, don't want to burn daylight. So drove down and uh, found another level B or D or C, E road, whatever the hell you call it. Started driving down it. And in a corner of grass, I mean, we're talking grass, six inches tall maybe, we saw 20 birds fly out of it on the right-hand side of the road. And we're like, oh, and it was a pasture. And we're like, what the hell? So as we're watching all these birds fly out, because non-shooting hours, and it was on, on somebody's ground anyway. Yep. To the left of us was all this other ground, and I bet we saw 60 birds, 50 birds come out of here, just start going, and it was crazy. So we're sitting there watching that. Um, so then with the on X, you know, you can tell who owns it. So after we hunted that public ground, we thought, you know what? Josh is the, the king of this, and he's like, I'm going to go ask that guy to hunt. Let's go do it. So we're like, all right. So we drove to his house, asked him to hunt with us. Um, you know, got, I got his phone number. Uh, we took him, uh, the day later after we got done hunting, um, we would have done this anyways, if we'd never got any birds off his land, but we took him some, some liquor and then we gave him some deer sausage that we had. And, uh, after doing that, he said, well, let me tell you guys, I got another spot. If you guys want where there's a lot of birds and it's right back here. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing the the gesture you know just of giving them something from unexpected something unexpected you know like i think the the liquor was kind of like oh you know thanks but then when you guys busted out the homemade deer sausage back from iowa he was just like blown away by it you know yeah and i think that's what it's about because the other piece of private ground that we asked you know we basically did the same thing is he wanted bailey's irish cream and we (laughs) had we had deer summer sausage with us and we gave that to him right away and we came back what the next morning yep and gave him that irish cream and he's he's just like yeah i got you know they started telling nick i got ground here ground here basically just hunt whatever has yeah, my so name this on guy it. has uh both guys had thousands and thousands of acres you could just tell because you could see it on on action he's like well because i said well you know anybody else that would let us hunt the ground or uh you know is there any place else we can go and he goes well yeah you know i guess i i have quite a bit of ground if you can see it on that thing there you know you like i don't mind you can go ahead and hunt it <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, okay we'll just drive around and check out all your property then sounds good so you can was it just mainly um, big CRP field, um, CRP fields, or um, were they like uh, waterways, or what did you guys, what you guys actually hunt on their land? So the field that we got all of our birds out of, um, it was, it was like rows of trees, four rows of trees with grass all around it, and they were wide. I mean, they're as wide as, I don't know, my basement's, I don't know, fifteen foot wide, 10, 12 foot wide. That's about as wide as they were, with trees going right down the middle. Yeah. Um, but it started out, um, I don't know, how would you want to say it started out, Tyler? It was like cattails. It was a weird, yeah. Take like a, a corner of your, a corner of a field and just imagine like an old 
like a fence row, but take it 30 yards wide. And that's where we started. We walked in two two birds right right away. Boom, boom. So right Um, away we're on the board after, I mean, 30 seconds, not even 30 seconds, 20 seconds. Yeah. Not even 10 seconds. <laughs> it's just like you walked in and was like, oh, shit, boom. And then all of a sudden one flew out the other end, and uh, Tyler and Damon shot at that one um, yeah. and got that one. So it was, it was pretty sweet. Um, and then it goes – you go went through, and it had like a weird super skinny trees that were 10 like feet, 12 yeah, feet tall. or whatever you call Yeah, them. whatever those stupid trees are. I mean, they're, they were a pain to walk through. Thank God they weren't long or it wasn't a long, but then got through those and that's where you hit your first finger. And those fingers are probably 200 yards oh, at least. long, I would say, at least. Um, where those trees were basically just buffers uh, or wind breaks, you know, yeah. and then on the front side of the field, right next to the gravel road, it was probably what, 30 yards wide, 40 it's yards it. wide of a switchgrass. And there's two, there was two spots where I had that. So it was on one side after the first set of trees. And then after the second set of trees, there's yeah. another, um, like food plot there, I would say, or, or grass strip, if you will. Yeah. So I'm trying to think how we walked. So we just walked that first one cause it was small enough. We just took that one straight through. Yeah. We didn't hit that one finger until last. Cause we thought that's where all that's the birds right. flew. So we walked all the way down. Um, and got to one fence or got to one tree line and walked that and came, then walked one back up then walked another one back down is how we ended up doing it. Yeah. But uh, the highlights out of that one, um, I think there's a couple of them. Uh, one, uh, the two that stick out to me most uh, was diesel point on a bird. Um, and if you watch our Instagram or YouTube, you can hear me yell. He's on, well, I got a point. Yep. As soon as I yell, it flies out right at Tyler and Josh. I don't, and Matt, maybe you know about this, but they shot this bird and it fucking went, it went like, it went, yes, it, really so, it went straight up and went super high. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, how are we going to get that bird? But then it like just flipped over backwards and then shot back dead in the field. Yeah. Okay. I always, I always heard that that was either um, a lung shot or a heart shot. I don't, I don't remember which one it is, but that's yeah. like, and I can't remember either. I've, I, I was trying to read it and there's different, different things that I've read and I don't know if anybody actually really knows which one it is, but it was awesome. I mean, that thing is flying perfectly horizontal with the ground, you know, just beelining it away from us and Josh shoots and immediately a 90 degree angle, that thing just goes straight up in the air. And these trees are, I mean, these trees are super freaking tall. Um, Clearly. Big old oak trees. I mean, just huge. And yeah, straight up. And then just like kamikaze into the ground. And it it was pretty cool to see. Those are the ones that you guys can catch like a punt. Yeah, that's basically what it looked like. Someone kicked a football straight up in the air. and (laughs) So that was pretty cool. And then the second memorable moment there was I had Murph. He was, he was working kind of in front of me. So I was kind of walking. I was really the only one walking in the weeds kind of in this, in these berms or whatever you want to call them, wind breaks. All of a sudden he stopped in front of me. And I was like, well, fuck, I think we might have a bird here or something. Well, he stopped and he pounced. And I was like, where's the bird at? Nothing. And then he pounced again and nothing came out. And I'm like, oh, it must be a damn rabbit. Well, I'll be damned if all of a sudden he didn't pounce like two more times after that. And that pheasant was burrowing down through the weeds flew up out of there i ended up getting it but just to have that uh that persistency and him to stay on it i mean 
I, I've seen, I don't know if you remember Jackson, Matt, but he was an impatient hunter. And if, you know, if it wasn't up, he'd move on to the next thing right away. I always felt like, but to stay there and just like keep pouncing on it, it was, it was pretty neat to see and pretty cool to watch. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I like that, that feel we had the, we had that double that came oh, up I too. That, I guess that's the third member of the thing. I and, forgot about uh, that. Get into one. <laughs> this part was funny. If you watch close enough on the YouTube video, you can see Nick, and it was it's pretty funny to watch. But uh, we get it was Diesel and Murph um, were both over by Nick, and you can see Nick backing up because they both kind of lock up on a on a bird. A rooster gets up. Nick hits that one, and all three dogs go to go to that. Obviously, it's the first one they see. You know, all three dogs are on it. So and it's not dead dead but it's kind of just flat hit jumping around you know and the dogs are on it but then another one gets up and nick and i both shoot at that one and we hit it good enough where it's on the ground and it's kind of running in circles but not making it far and if you watch the video you can see nick trying to run around and grab this bird yeah he's so out of breath afterwards it was pretty funny i haven't ran had to run through weeds with boots on a long time (laughs) man Uh, yeah that that one was pretty cool that's actually Maybe one of the first doubles that I've – I mean, I don't know who hit that second bird, but – Yeah, mean, it's hard to even tell by the it, video. One, one, if not the only double that's ever happened to me where I had a chance to do two like that. So was, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a fun field. I mean, everybody was pretty jazzed up after that, you know. And... Yep. So we ended up harvesting nine birds off that guy's land. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, so then we had one. We ended up getting ten that day. Um, I ended up. I ended up. Uh, I missed a bird. Could have put us at eleven, and then Damon missed a bird. Would have put us at twelve. Um, yeah. I ended up having. Uh, so my gun. I was using my Browning Maxis, my twelve gauge, but I have a switch on it, so that way I can just cock the shell out, and it won't put another one in the chamber. Well, <clears throat> when I was getting ready in the field, and this is an excuse, I I missed the first shot, but I just put a shell in and then click the click the magazine closed and I didn't click this button. So when I shot, it just opened and it didn't eject another one in. Um, and I always say I'm a better shot on my second shot for whatever reason. I think a lot of people are, but um, yeah, so I didn't have a second shot to, to put him down. So I missed him. You, yeah. you can't make, you can't make fun of Tyler anymore for not. <laughs> oh, I didn't miss as many birds on this trip as he did. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I missed. I only missed two. And which what? Which other one did I miss? You took a shot at the one in the first field on the Iowa side. No, Matt. So no, you it, did. Listen, I did. I you did. did. But Matt, is there anything such as, and I call it a pop shot, where you know you might not hit it, but you're gonna, you don't want it to get away, so you just fucking shoot anyway. However, yeah. it's still a miss. You pop a shot. miss is a miss. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't there to see it, so I can't. I can't help you out, Nick. <laughs> anyway. It was too far out. I didn't think I was going to hit it, but I shot because I was like, "Oh fuck! I don't want it to get away," and you know, hoping that I could down it so the dogs could go get it. Um, but I didn't get it, so they're counting that as a miss. <laughs> uh, no, hey, you missed a bird. Let's see, you missed that. Yeah, first I missed field. two. What, which other ones you miss? That very first field. Yeah, and then I had that one come up, and I wasn't even paying attention. And then the first day you missed one, too. That was over the hill with your dogs. 
and that big field. Okay, I missed three because that would be a pop <laughs> shot. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> so, did you guys, did you guys to break up the lovers' quarrel here? Uh, did you guys um, hunt public then after that, or do you guys, or excuse me, private, or do you guys go ahead and up back to public? Private. Yeah, we stayed on stay, private. Did you guys stay private, private the rest of the trip. Yes. Yep. You did. Awesome. Yep. That is that is super cool. So the next day um, was a really rough day. <laughs> we stayed up to 3 a.m. partying. Uh, so we didn't get up in time to do any scouting. Uh, um, so we basically just drove down there. We stopped back at that John's place uh, who let us hunt, gave him his Bailey's Irish cream. And that's when I asked him if I, we could uh, – anywhere else we can hunt and that's when he gave us permission to basically check out all his land so we did so we drove around really didn't see any other spots we hunted one other spot of his um we didn't see any roosters on that spot i don't think that time did we no, no. saw a coyote and a couple hens i believe and yeah. we drove back around and found this little field i mean maybe 30 yards wide by it's probably 200. It was probably 200. It was long. probably close to what 30 acres, if that. Yeah, yeah I would say it's about 30 acres. Maybe spot. not even. We uh, we get a dogs out. And we're thinking it's real thin grass too. We're like, yeah, I don't know, but let's give it a shot. Whatever. It's right by some corn and whatnot. I'll be damned if we didn't get a quarter way in the field and 50 bird flush probably. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was, they were coming out everywhere, and so it didn't come out around us. It, they came out so far ahead of us that we couldn't even get a shot, and so. I ended up getting a bird and that jumped up. No dog kicked it up. I just happened to be standing right there, jumped up right beside me. <laughs> That's funny. You got to tell him. So Josh, the so guy. Josh that is, okay, so Josh is like, this bird is literally from, <laughs> I mean, I could have basically threw my gun at it and I pull up and I shoot it and it drops right away. And I'm like, I definitely got that. And the whole side's like blowing off. And Josh is like, <laughs> yeah, on our way back. On the way back, he's like, God, glad I saved you on that bird, Nick. You would have never got it. I go, what are you talking about? I hit it. He goes, no, you didn't. I shot that bird. I go, you're like 60 yards away. Nope. I'm using I'm using some duck shot, some three shot, and I got that bird. So the whole trip, he says he's got this bird. And I'm like, no, you did not get that bird. And the whole time, nobody even knows that he shot other than him. <laughs> uh, so he thinks he got that bird, but it's full of shit. It was too close for me to miss. <laughs> I wouldn't even have had aim. I could have just it was so close. So we got one out of that field, which was I was, I was a little disappointed that those birds didn't hold tighter. I mean, it was such a nice day. It wasn't really cold out. Yeah. Um, I think when you text me that day, Matt, you asked me the temperature, and I said I think it was 41 degrees. So it was pretty warm. Um, if it had been a little bit cooler, it would have been it have been it have been a better day. Yeah. And then from there, we were just feeling pretty rough. So we uh, went back to this Mike that let us hunt, and then we gave him all his stuff too, and that's when he told us we could hunt one of his spots. So we did that, um, saw one rooster out of it. Uh, we didn't hunt it real hard, though. I think there was probably more in there. But So Diesel's actually mm -hmm. injured right now. He ended up tearing off uh, his whole toenail is gone. Like you can see all the muscle and stuff. He ended up tearing off. So I didn't hunt him the, basically the end of the last day there. Yeah, that, that was what I was going to get into. I was going to ask you guys, it sounded like the dogs maybe got beat up or uh, beat up a little bit hunting hard, but uh, I didn't know after that story of partying until three in the morning, I didn't know who was more beat up, you guys or the dogs. So 
Um, but anyway, so the dogs got kind of beat up, and you guys cut the trip a little short, I think, right, guys? Yeah, they were pretty. They're pretty well wiped. I mean, we hunted. I mean, we. I tracked in my phone basically what I walked, and it was close to thirty miles that I walked um, just myself. Um, so if you put that in, diesel runs a lot for a dog, and you know, I, I would say dogs probably doubled what we walked at least. You know, so they're yeah. sixty miles, maybe maybe a little more. You you know, can you log your miles? Did you use that on X? Uh, thing that you can use, or did you use like a Apple, like a watch or something? I just my phone and it has a pedometer on it, so I just yeah, started the other day looking at on X and you can like tap it and then it'll, it'll log, like it'll track you or whatever. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was looking at that the other day, and I, I have I keep telling myself I'm gonna try it and do it, and I and I keep forgetting. So <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That'd be interesting to do because it's probably. GPS coordinates, you know, so it's yeah, probably tells more, you the exact amount. More right. The only thing that would phone. suck is if you forgot to shut it off and you drove. I think you get in the oh. truck, you drive. It's going to tell you. It's going to show you. Yeah. How yeah. many miles down the road? Oh, you went a hundred miles. Right. Yeah. You spent seven hours today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dogs. Uh, I don't know. They got maybe a little homesick or something. But the first what day and a half, they didn't even. They wouldn't eat anything. Um, and then finally, finally got them to eat. So I, you know, I know their energy was a little down, uh, cause they weren't, they weren't eating like they normally do. Uh, but I don't know what it is. I, so, so but just my experience with that Tyler is, um, with police dogs and, and, and hunting dogs, dogs just get excited. They get, I use the word spun up, you know, yeah. I, so how many times have they, your dog's been out to South Dakota or, or been, I, or let's just say a trip like that kind of, uh, this would be their second one. And they, they remember that and they, they get super excited for that. And they just, they just kind of change the way they are and don't eat My sheriff, my other dog, he would not eat in South Dakota. Like we go on a hunting trip. He would not eat. I the only way I could get him to eat <laughs> is I, I'd feed him. I'd put kibble in my hand and then he'd, he'd eat out of my hand. Yeah. That's, that's basically that's, what that's I had to do. I put I a like some real like actual human food like some he chicken started putting, stuff. He started start putting peanut butter on his nuts. <laughs> yeah. Start doing chicken and chicken and beef and their food and would just stir it up and like put some of the like the juice on it yep. and they would start eating then. But yeah, before that they wouldn't even they just wouldn't even touch food. Yeah, no, I I even I even had the point where I'd stop at like McDonald's or Hardee's. <laughs> And literally just get the sheriff uh i'd get him a cheeseburger and be like that, he'd, he'd, that he'd, work? Eat that. he'd eat that but <laughs> he wouldn't eat his kid you know you feed him at night in the hotel room or whatever no wouldn't touch it unless i fed, fed him yeah. on i do not have a problem with that diesel will eat anytime any place but he has been away from home i would say a lot for a dog um you know i had him training for three months at a time when he's at the trainer and then when we go down the lake of the Ozark, sometimes he'll spend a, uh, a, a week or four or five days at uh, the kennel down here that lets him run. She's got an acreage, so he gets a long ways to run there. So he's had quite a bit of experience of, uh, of, of, of being by himself, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, even sometimes dogs, like, even I've seen, like, dogs when they go to trainings, like, even their digestive system just gets messed up and, that's what happens with diesel. 
have accidents, have accidents in the car and whatever. He gets else. the shits. Like he can't wait to get out, and then he just diarrheas everywhere. <laughs> well, at least he's eating. Yeah, that's a lot nicer than them not eating. That yeah, I don't, I don't know that I'll be able to. I don't know that I'll be able to hunt him the rest of the month, honestly. But I mean, I'm having a baby coming anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, uh, so. His, it's it, it'd be like if you ripped your fingernail out completely and it was exposed and you know obviously you're walking on that it is it's just pure red there's no black nail there or nothing it's just pure red skin i can't even touch it yeah i had one break one time and i had to have the vet actually pull it off and then it took i think it was a good good week or so before before we he could i should say she could get back get back going so yeah, Man, I don't know if I'm gonna have to take him to a vet or not. I don't know yet. It's if it come off clean, I w- I wouldn't worry about it. But they'll they'll actually you might want to take him to the vet because I didn't realize how far a dog's toenail actually goes up in there where you can't see it all. So like if it broke off and the rest of it's still attached, you know, yeah. way up uh-huh. in there, you should you should maybe ask them to if you need to if you should have them remove the rest of it off of it. Oh. So don't get like an ingrown toenail or something. Yeah, like you might end up with like it tries to grow back goofy. So like when it when Ravens grew back, it grew back full like total. Like it didn't have yeah. to fight any other growth or anything that was existing there. So mm. I'll probably have to take them to vet then. Yep. Yep. Now I I said it was only it was only a couple weeks. I think once that cuz it's it's super sensitive. You know, yeah, because he'll still like he goes outside and he'll just like start limping all of a sudden and then I'll put it back down like it must just hit a piece of grass or something honestly and it's like oh right. shit. But once that kind of like cow starts to cow and doesn't take that long, he'll be he'll be good as new. <laughs> as long as he's ready by the ninth and tenth or whatever date that is. Right. You gonna you gonna join us on that hunt, Matt? I am. I'm gonna try. I'm definitely gonna try. So that, that sounds like fun. We um we're gonna we'll definitely. Hunt. We'll yeah. hunt all day, all private ground. Nice. So, big question for you guys, though. To finish up the South Dakota, um, you're going to go back to the same spot next year. What, what, what are you thinking? I mean, so we're conflicted. Uh, definitely love trying out new spots. Uh, I think we both definitely love the, the chase and the scouting and the planning and uh, we're possibly thinking of doing a dual trip if it allows where we'd start off and head up to North Dakota, the Northwest corner of North Dakota. It'd be nice to get on some sharp tail and, and, and hunt a different species. Um, but that seems to be where the biggest pheasant population is. And then maybe just spend a day or two up there. Um, probably two days. I don't feel like you can get enough done in one day. Cause you spend a lot of time scouting and then use another day down to travel. And then um, I'm going to keep in contact. I'm sending these guys Christmas cards because I got their addresses and stuff. Send them cards and then give them a call next year. Um, check up with them and then see if we can maybe hit their spots up as we come back down. Um, maybe spend a day or two there. So probably a five-day trip maybe and with, with a day of just travel, give the dog some rest in between. I don't, right. I don't know. So I was kind of thinking about too, like even if you went, just go farther west South Dakota – so you didn't have to buy two different hunting licenses and you could shoot sharp tail, prairie chickens, um, stuff like that farther West. And then, yeah. and then just work your way back East, you know, back to, you know, I guess. I, don't know, I, I think our, where, where we go. yeah, I think our biggest concern is we don't want to lose that private ground that we gained access to. 
Right. So Absolutely. going back every year and being consistent, taking gifts, uh, whatever the case may be, sending cards, uh, um, is a way to keep that. And yep. um, so yep. that's that's my thing. I don't want to lose that ground because obviously it produced quite a bit of birds. Yeah, and it had yep. a lot more birds that we didn't get. You know. Well, yeah. If it'd be colder, there'd be some snow on the freaking ground. I mean, shit, we would have limited out every day. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I thought you get west and then you could come back to those go far west and then work your way back to those, those spots, you know, where you had the, where you're creating those connections and the, yeah, those people, those farmers. Yeah, I mean, you could Airbnb it out there for a couple nights and then you could even hunt, you can do, I guess you could do like one, one or two nights out there. And then the day when you got done hunting, just drive back that night and get there late. And then, and just scout maybe most of the next day, but maybe hunt hunt golden hour or something. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Right. Yeah, just an idea because I I am marking it on my calendar. Whenever you <laughs> decide, it's I'm going. So, you know, right. I I think the thing is too is you realize how much more dog power you could use when you're out there too. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you think God, we got our our three dogs cover a ton of ground. Um, and then it's just like, God, you know, we could actually use probably another dog. Uh, so to have Hawkeye go along would be, I mean, it'd be beneficial. And then next year, you know, Diesel's going to be even older. So to have a younger pup to really drive it home, that'll help as well. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background, but that's my kid gargling mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, no. Awesome. That sounded like you guys had a great trip. Awesome trip. Looked like a good time. I was I'm not gonna lie. I was jealous. Wished I was <laughs> with you fellas. Um, things just didn't work out, and um, our deer hunting was um, kind of was changed. So I planned to spend more time deer hunting, and we're still not doing that. But we, we had a family conflict today, so we had to stop deer hunting a little bit early. But we're gonna go back at it tomorrow. So any uh, any big bucks? Oh, uh, we so the farm that we hunted. We know that there's big bucks there. We saw one really nice one um but we did no one no good sh- no shots at a big one anyway yeah so yep. yeah well matt we appreciate it i say we get through uh, this year hunting season and we'll revisit our plans for 2021 probably in february march is kind of what tyler and i did last year we're gonna get it in yep. early enough and book it up right away so we'll coordinate with everybody get a weekend planned um and we'll do it again we'll keep flushing them and dusting them perfect thanks guys Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Have a great night. Yep. See you guys. Hey, stay safe out there hunting.